You are listening to Normalized Crime, an in-depth look at gang life and all the effects that come along with it. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Normalized Crime. I'm Eric. What's going on, Berto here? And we're back with another episode. We're joined with a special guest. So, Berto, who are we talking to today? Yeah, so not quite the 50th episode, right? Like we said <laughs> a little bit after, but I mean, still. Um, <clears throat> so our guest is somebody that is, has been on the platform before, man. And, um, you know, like with any of us that have been through the street life, you know, uh, one episode is probably probably don't really do you justice for the kind of life you lived, you know. So um, I felt like it was fair, man, to, to, to invite Chewy back on for those that, remember him and, and, uh, giving him a chance to kind of, you know, give a little bit more in depth of, of, of kind of how his situation was when he was a two one and, and just, you know, draw parallels, man, to, to not just, um, <clears throat> you know, it's not always about me trying to necessarily pick on the, the, the Latin Kings It's about the whole entire lifestyle, you know what I'm saying? And so, you know, the more, the more perspectives we have from different angles, the more, the more information we can share. So, you know, I just kind of look at it like that, like, all right, he's got another, he's got another aspect. And so um, I feel like he's, he's definitely, he can share some, share some good stories that, that uh, obviously can um, hopefully have an impact on somebody. Right. That's what we want. So, uh, you know, with that said, man, how you doing, bro? How you been? Hey, what's going on fellas, man? It's been good, dude. You know, just living life. (laughs) <laughs> that's, that's, that's all you can do, man. So, you know, I think the first thing, like, uh, you know, when I think about like, just, just, uh, just gang life as a, as an older individual now, right. I think about the bloody side of it, <clears throat> you know, I, that's cause that's always worst case scenario. You think about damn when people die, like that's the worst thing that happen, right? Like, you know, somebody lose their life it's nine times out of 10 if somebody, right. Well, nine times out of 10, if somebody loses their life one way, then the other person probably lose their life the other way, right. To prison. So it's like two people lose their life. You know what I'm saying? So I guess like with that, with that thought in mind, man, I guess I kind of wonder, like I've shared some experiences of my own where I've been like kind of in, you know, some life or death situations. And, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, it's hard to really try to put together how you're feeling at the time. You know, you, you, it's so much anxiety and, and, adrenaline pumping through you you can't really process the shit right but when you look back you're like damn like i was probably pretty pretty nervous in in that situation so i wonder man like you know do you got any certain situations that you've been in you know with uh you know with any rivals where you felt like man like that could be it life or death or or you know what i'm saying any any kind of situation like that you can kind of share with the audience uh what do you think yeah man like i mean shit there's too many to fucking to name but the thing is with this life you got to understand that these moments happen all the time too, bro. So it's not just like, oh, this one thing that changed my life. There's so many things that go on, like as far as walking out of a corner store and you run into somebody or somebody drives past you and they look at you, you got your hat to the right, they got theirs to the left, and that's all it takes for them to stop and pull out or you you know what I mean? It, it yeah, happens like true. that. So yeah. Like, so, I mean, do you have, do you have like a specific instance you remember where I guess you were, you probably felt like you were, you were caught slipping the most, you know what I mean? Like, because ultimately that's what it is, right? Like you try not to be a duck, you know, but at the end of the day, like you're in the street enough, somebody's going to have to one up on you at one point, you know what I'm saying? Now, whether they, yeah. they, they take advantage of that and, and follow through, 
Um, that's another thing. But so I'm guess I'm curious about that. Actually, I do got one with um, actually uh, your boy uh, Big Mike, not not Young, uh, what was it, Black Mike, but the other one. He was a one nine. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the older version, right? The original. Little yeah, Mike yeah. Basically, about- yeah. One time it was me, the this white dude Roy, and his like brother-in-law Michael. We were all going to the movies, and they had their girls with them. I was just solo dolo with but just like fifth wheel kind of thing. And um, we were in line at, get, at the movies going to go get our tickets. And he actually walked up to me. He thought I was my little brother, Gordy. And he's like, hey, what's up, brother? And when he went to shake my hand, I just grabbed it like into a fist. And then I was like, you don't know who I am, do you? He's like, you're, oh, you're not Gordy. <laughs> and I just looked at him. I was like, <laughs> he's like, He's like, you were two one, right? I was like, yeah. I was like, you a flake, right? He was like, yeah. And I started laughing because he answered the flake thing. Like, I just, I don't know. But then from there, he, um, we happened to go into the same movie theater, bro. And when we went to get our seats, we, um, we all sat together, you know, like in a line, basically. And before the movie started, I kept feeling something like hit my chair. Dude started throwing like, um, M and M's or some shit at me. Like trying to be funny because he had his girl with him, and when he went to go shake my hand, she was next to him, so he seemed kind of shit on, shit on him, and like you know, I don't know, he just started that. But then as the movie progressed, he did it a few times. So I like in the middle of the movie, I jumped up and I told him, I was like, "Motherfucker, you want to do that shit again?" I was like, "We're gonna go outside." I was like, "I see you outside, pussy." And then after that, it stopped. But when we were going out to the parking lot, um, we were walking out. And I seen him like walking behind me and I just stopped and I told him, I was like, what's up, motherfucker, what you want to do? And he kept on telling me like he was already by his car and he was like, come here, come here. And I told my boy Roy, I was like, grab the 38 from out the car because we were already almost by our car. And I knew what he was trying to do. He was trying to lure me in between the car so he could either gun me down or sneak me or something. But at the same time, I was on point. So I already had to grab the banger. And then when I was about to go do it, he saw that and jumped in his car. Well, I was saying that to say this, like about two weeks passed by and I'm walking out of ABC. I got a Kevin Garnett 2-1 jersey on, fucking 180 to the right. And I'm like walking out with like a couple bags of chips, making like a little ghetto bag, putting it all in a brown paper bag. As I'm walking outside, I didn't have my guards up, bro. I was looking down, doing what I was doing. And when I look up, I see him pull on the corner right on 22nd and Scott. And he's like, hey, he's like, remember me? And he pulled out of Fuck, I don't know. It had to be like a 44 Magnum, bro. Cocked it. And he was like, yeah, I got you. And I just looked at him and I shook my head like, yep, you do. That's all I could do, bro. I was like, he had me dead bang. And then he's like, you lucky. Your brother's my guy, motherfucker. And took off, bro. I was like, motherfucker. And it all happened like a fucking 10, like a 10 seconds, bro. It was just like that. Like, I was like, oh, fuck. If he really wanted to, bro, he could have dusted me right there. And it would have been nothing I could do about it. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Those, uh, <clears throat> it's crazy how like, man, that's just like a, you know, it's like a, it, it's a past, bro. But it's almost like you know, like you, you know, you were destined for more because you never know, man. Like if if he had a bad day, who knows? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but know, that shit's it, it is one. It is one instance too. It is one instance too where I guess, um, I guess having a brother who was a king helped you, huh? Yeah, that's what I was gonna <laughs> say. That's happened a few times, and vice versa with Gordy, like. There have been times where they thought I was him. They'd be like, what up, folks? And then he'd be like, yeah, what up? Because there'd be a carload of them. And then he, but he'd be on point, though. Like, he's like, oh, shit, what I got to do? If he didn't have a gun on him, 
you know, would he have to run? If he did have a gun on him, you know, it's history for them dudes. But there's been times like that that happen all the time, bro. And, like, we both shared that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, my folks would see him in the streets, and they they like they like Gordy, man. Aside from him being the king, he was my little brother, bro. And we shared, like I said before, we shared a damn face. So they were always cool, man. Like, like we were always, like, me, Benny, Chico, all of them. Like, we were always good, bro, because I knew them outside of this gang shit, you know? But, yeah, yeah there's been yeah. dozens yeah, of times sure. where things like that have happened. And it's been on, the shoe's been on the other foot when they had me. Thinking I was Gordy, there a car pulled up before on the corner of 27th and Burnham. I'm walking across 27th to go to that uh, corner store on 25th. As I'm as I'm walking down to the corner from my mom's house, a car pulls up on me. They're like, "Hey, what up, pussy?" They were like, they were started dipping the crown, and they were like, "Dip the crown." I was like, "What?" And I just started laughing because I knew who they thought I was right away. So I was like, "I was like, what you mean?" I was like, "Do this," and then they looked at each other. They're like, "What the fuck?" I was like, bro, I ain't, I ain't who you think I am. And they were like, you Gordy, right? You 1-9. I was like, nah, nigga, I'm 2-1 Chewy. And he was like, what the fuck? Oh, my bad, folks. And they went to go shake my hand. And as soon as they um they realized what they did, they were like, you know, just all on my nuts trying to be cool. And um, as soon as the light turned green, I was going to walk down the street, down towards 27th anyways. They were, um, they were like, hey, pull up over here. I was like, all right. But I had my, my big old pistol on me. Tackleberry was a... Uh, 38 special but i always had 357 slugs in it and so i went and went to go walk up to him i had crossed that busy 27th street and i walked to about 26 by that alley and as soon as they were like pulling in towards towards me because i like if it was gory they would have smoked him right there you know what i mean so in my heart i was like no fuck that i'm not gonna let these motherfuckers do that shit because they had me too but they didn't know i was strapped and then you know so when we got towards the alley as soon as they bent in the corner into the alley, like their car was damn near still sticking out of the end of the alley. I lit them up from the back of their window and gave it to all of them. So I and that, what were they? Were they two ones though? No, they were. Um, I think I don't know if they were two. Those wannabe little two fifth dudes. Do you remember that? What, them, I, them IG dudes. I don't know. They they wanted to be folks. I remember a couple of them wanted to be two ones back in the day, and like a group. I know there was them I them IG dudes that used to be on like twenty fifth and Burnham. Yeah, they used to that too, but they used to call themselves two fifth, bro, two fifth. And I remember it was like that dude Seneca Cruz, like some little lanes, bro. I remember they all wanted to be two one back in the day, but my little guy Lowe's took him to the hood, and he was like, oh, okay, he's like, y'all want to get y'all gonna get beat in. He took him to some backyard. Of some abandoned house he's like and it was like six or seven of them bro he's like y'all want to be down there all like hell yeah hell yeah dude he stuck them all up and stripped them it was him by himself he was there all thinking that they're gonna because they had bud they're you know little hustlers and he knew all that so he was like well, fuck that pulled the pistol on them and laid them all down bro and from there i they think i was with los i think i was with los in uh wales i yeah, think i was with los in wales uh, he was a little oh, dude yeah. Yeah, but so anyways, from that point, they didn't want to be 2-1, so then they started their own little 2-5 thing or whatever, 2-5, 25th Street, you know? From there, they would, you know, they had a little, I don't know, probably like 10 little guys, but they weren't nothing serious, bro. They just were all, they were just all salty about that, but Gordy had already done so much damage to them boys over the years. Like, it was ridiculous. Like, he split dudes, that dude Cruz, he had split his head open, like, to the white meat, bro, and... I think that dude Sinico Oh yeah, that was the one that was the one they beat up on National. That yeah, was the dude almost, they beat up on National. They thought he was a two one. I remember that yeah, was right yeah, in front yeah. of uh, Joey's exactly. house. 
Exactly. Yeah. And I was actually, I went to middle school with him, dude. Me and Cruz were in the same class. Like, he was my guy, but I like, that's how that shit goes, man. I was like, fuck you gangbanging for it, bro. If you ain't, if you don't know what comes with this, stay out of it. But you know how that goes, bro. These little kids, they think, like, being a shorty and all that, it's like summer camp to them. You know what I wonder, man? Um, I, I, I was wondering about you guys was... uh. What what allies did you guys have, and and who who were your like main rivals? Obviously, aside from us, you know what's crazy with that, like like how you guys were, we were too. Like we didn't have no allies. Like we were kind of cool with like the MPs, cause one of my older guys, like his cousin, was the head of, of the MPs. So we were straight. Like when we see each other, we had you know the the KK in common, you know. So we were we were all we were decent. But, like, we was cool with LF to an extent, but we got down with them before, too, just on some, just, you know, some rah-rah shit. But, like, everybody you can think of who you didn't get along with, we didn't get along with. We're I'm Cobra Killer, you know what I mean? Like, we our whole lives we were like that from when I was a kid because, like, shit back then happened. We were beefing with them. And then after, like, the years, some every once in a while, they would try to pop up in our hood, but, like, on, like, 25th and 26th and Mineral and, like, getting close to the hood, and they're trying to sell dope over there and then we would find out and we would go go at them and then they would try to catch one of us slipping because they're right off national too you know so you that's a busy street and we would be going to like the cell phone store on like 22nd and then run into it like big dog and his little guys and get into it there like a couple of my guys got into some real shit there where big dog ended up getting popped and a couple of guys went to prison and everything over that shit yeah, I remember Big Dog. Um, yeah, he was one of the older guys. He was were you guys? Did you guys? Were you guys into it? Were you guys into it with the SGDs too? Like we really didn't. When we would see them, they weren't really like on our radar. Like you know what I mean? Because I don't know if it was just ignorant to the fact like um, like oh they're two ones to their folks, so we just you know that's that ain't our our beef. But we never really like my shit was like Cobras and MLD. That was like the main, the main ones, bro. Like for me, like Kings, that was always, you know, right there. Cause that's just, that's just what it was. But like, as far as that was about it, bro. It was like, the, what was it? LF, Cobra. Yeah, what about like C14s? I was thinking about that. What about C14s? Yeah, C14s did you guys, did you guys... They, were, they were weird, bro. Cause like I said, they were like MPs, but anybody that came through our hood, like trying to bang on us, we ended up dipping them anyway. Cause we don't need to think of this, our shit, you know? So when it came down to it, like, they really weren't, like, an issue with us either. We had a couple guys that, like, one of my guys, his name was Mexico. We used to call him Mexico folks because he didn't really speak English too well. He was, I, he ended up being an MP when he went to prison. Like, he got turned out and, you know, he was, didn't speak shit. He was Spanish. So, you know, it, it fit in. And, you know, so from there, like, we really didn't have anything, like, no issues with them. Not that, like, shit didn't go down because there we go. We we're, like, king of fucking bar fights bro every time we would go out we'd see somebody they'd see us and that was we were like undefeated bro all around the south side but yeah that's so, bar fights. <laughs> so i got a quick fights. question here go ahead who i don't think i've ever heard any uberto talk about the c14s so what what is this gang the c14s are basically okay so the mps right mps are sereños Right, which is really, you know, that's Southerners. Um, I mean, 
I guess the origin would be like Los Angeles, right? Like and Cali then, gangs, exactly. Yeah, and so the thirteen represents the you know the thirteenth letter in the alphabet, which is the M, right? So that's that's like their MA, right? Their their MPs, right? And then and then C fourteens is like the opposition to that because the fourteen is is they're up north, so they're Northanials, they're Northerners, you know what I mean? So like they 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 represent the 14 because that's obviously the 14th letter in the alphabet right so they're they're like the opposition to mps but bro there's probably like one c14 for every 15 mps you know what i'm saying so they're 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 really really in yeah they're really so they just basically don't come up in a lot of stories because they yeah really wasn't much of a game there basically yeah the the only story i could bring up i mean at some point is when toot accidentally shot a c14 I mean, he didn't accidentally shoot him. He shot him on purpose, but it's because he thought he was an MP because they dress so similar. Like their their um their gang attire is similar, bro. Like they look, you know, one in the same. And so, I think I mentioned this numerous times, right? So we had gotten into we had gotten into basically a situation where there'd be times where we bang on guys and they wouldn't bang back. And so, like when it came to like MPs, those guys wouldn't bang unless there was like ten of them together. You know what I'm saying? So you know, you would kind of have to trick them dudes into, into representing what they were, or just, just almost assume that when they're dressed a certain way with a hairnet and Ben Davis and Cortez shoes, like that they were MPs. And so that's kind of, that's kind of how we ended up being. And, and two ended up shooting one of them dudes and he ended up being a C14. And it, it wasn't a big thing just for the simple fact that the C14s really didn't have numbers like that, you know? Um, yeah, they were, were kind of just hanging on by like a thread. Kinsingeta or something, bro. Like that's when they came out. Any kind of yeah, you would have to. And then and um, so we had a we ended up having a a, a Sawyer. He became Sawyer. He was C fourteen Spider, and he was a good dude. He was a good dude. He was uh, he was from C fourteen. He was a good dude. And then I want to say even Revy was a C fourteen, but I don't know if he was ever like made C fourteen. But I know he was like a hang around. And then he ended up being he ended up being um, a king. So uh, there wasn't a lot of them guys. I know that one of the head dudes for the C fourteen was the crazy part was this dude Boxer, and Boxer his brother is actually a Cobra, and I think he's like a really really well known Cobra. I can't even remember his name, um, but I think Boxer even has like a dip crown on his leg and everything. So I don't know. I, I I don't remember. I didn't know them personally. You know what I'm saying? Like I never ran into. I ran into like little cartoon. Um, I was in Wales with him before he ended up, you know, catching a murder and now he's doing life. Yeah, man. There wasn't a lot of them dudes, Eric. They were just kind of stragglers, bro. So you ain't going to hear much about those guys. <laughs> we got into it with a group of them at Summerfest one time. We were like probably a good dozen deep and they were probably like 15. And we just, you know, like two ones, a lot of my guys are big as fuck, bro. They're like six, like six, three and up a lot of the two ones. Cause they're like half native and black. So these motherfuckers produce some monsters. So us compared to them in size, it would look crazy, but they would think we were something else. And then that's the only time, like you said, like when they would get together, they'd be all geeked and drunk and try to be bold when they're deep. But other than that, yeah, they were non-existent. Like they barely were on the radar just because you would hear about them. That was it. Yeah. interesting. You know what else I was wondering too, bro? I was thinking back on when we talked last and I was just wondering, I remember you discussed like not really having a bona fide structure, right? About, you know, about the you know, your guys' chapter, but I was wondering, like, did you guys have, like, a violation system, and, like, how, how, how oh, did that get yeah. processed? We actually, yeah, like, it was a lot like your guys'. 
Like, you know, say somebody, let's see, loses loses a pistol or something. You know, you got to get your visa. You got to answer for that. So it'd be like that. You get, you know, three dudes and you go in a backyard and you get the shit beat out of you, you know, for a certain amount of time, given the severity. But like, yeah, man, it's been like that. Like we, um, like I always said, Polo and Poncho, the, you know, that's, that's the head of the beast right there. And then they had like just generations, like how you guys have, you know, there's the, you know, the, your Inca would probably be, it was, you know, like champ or boy. So we had Polo and Poncho was like, would be working, but then he'd go to prison for a few years. Like it was always like that for when I would see him. So Polo was always there and he lived in the hood. It was parents did. So, but he was always doing his own thing in and out, stopped by when he would. But like, like I said, when Poncho was out, he was actually bringing everybody like, come on, let's go cook out. Let's go hang out after work in the alley. And we'd be deep, like we'd have just a pack of 15 of us, just everybody coming from wherever and just stopping through the hood. Cause you know, he's making the calls and shit. But like I said, everybody in the neighborhood lived there for the most part. Like, you know what I mean? Like they had houses, their baby mamas, their moms, they all lived there. So we'd always see somebody, if somebody just coming after work, driving through the hood, you know, it's a nice day out, seeing who's out, like we'd pull up and then another dude would drive by and they'll pull up. And then, you know, that always turned like that because we were just, we were so comfortable in our shit. You know, we knew everybody growing up. I literally could have run into any one of those houses if something really got serious, like cops chasing me, you know? Right, right. Um, You know what else I wanted to know? Uh, I, I can't remember any one specifically, but I was wondering if you, what were your, what would you say your prime years were as a 2-1? Like your, I would your- say... From like the day I started, bro, I would say like 98, 99. But I say when I turned like 16, from 16 to like 20, bro, like that shit, I was doing, I was doing damage to that neighborhood. Like I was just had everybody with me. We were all together. Like that shit was so fun at the same time as it was dangerous, bro. Like I, let me ask you this. Good runs. Let me ask you this. During that time, was there ever a king that flipped to be a two-one? Um, I think they had. Was Philip? Was he a two-one first, or he? Nah, he was a two-one. Yeah, he was a two-one, and he became a king. That's why I'm asking the question. Yeah, that's why I'm asking the question. That's why I'm asking the question because I know, I know, I know. Philip became a he became a king, but. Um, I was wondering if a king ever became a two one, but I don't think there was. But yeah, that, no, that was where my so, question bro. was going. Yeah, that was where my question was going. Was how well did you know Philip? Yeah, man, um, I, I knew him, dude. Like I, I went to school with him. I went. I remember one time he fucking he actually got the reason why he wasn't a two one anymore was kind of because of me. So one day we're at Pulaski, bro. I was probably like 19, bro. I had an ankle bracelet on, but my PO made a deal on me when I when I got out of jail. She was like, I won't charge you. This was, I want to say, oh, five, oh, four, or something like that. Anyways, I was in high school, bro, because I, I was a freshman. I got kicked out of four high schools. Every high school I ever went to, I got kicked out of, bro. So finally, after I got out the joint, I was 19 and my PO put uh, put me on an ankle bracelet, but she told me, she's like, if you go to school for these last two semesters, she was like, I won't make you pay um, your restitution to me for the whole year. I was like, for real? So I was like, all right, bet. 
And she was at, I was at Pulaski, so 6th District was right next to it. And that's where her office was. So I was, she was like, you know, I can come check up on you any day of the week. I was like, yeah, I know. So when I went in there, bro, I'm in a freshman class with like 12 and 13 year olds. I'm fully, completely tattooed. Got a fucking ankle bracelet on. I'm a drug dealer. I have my car in the parking lot and I'm with a bunch of 12 and 13 year old kids, bro. It was so fucking embarrassing. But um, anyways, Philip was there and him and his brother, Angel. And I think his girlfriend at the time, her name was Evelyn. Well, every time at lunches, I was over 18, I could sign myself out. I could sign myself out of school. So I'd be like, oh, I got a toothache. I got a dentist appointment. They'd be like, yeah, okay. After like the 15th time, you know, they just stopped caring, but because I was older. So I signed myself out and then he would come over to my crib every once in a while. But yeah, one time Pancho's little brother, Nino, he went there too. And there were a couple Kings there and I guess they were trying to jump Nino. And Nino, if you know him, he's like four foot nine, five foot nothing, bro. He's a little guy. <laughs> and, um, these kings, I think they stepped to him and they were like, yeah, motherfucker, we got you. We'll wait till after school. You're going to ride out. Like, and I guess they were getting a couple of their little buddies. But, you know, I was there only the last semester and I didn't take any of these kids serious. I was like, oh, niggas ain't really banging out here anyway. But they ran up on Nino. So he called me and then he called some other one of some other little dude who was just his friend. And he was like, hey, man, they're going to jump me after school. He's like, you got me? I was like, hell yeah, I got you. And then Philip and Angel went there. And I think. Angel had more balls than Philip, bro, because he was like, Yeah, man, I ain't gonna let that happen. But when we told Philip when we seen him, like as school was letting out, he's like, Oh, oh man, uh, uh like nerve all nervous. Like, I gotta go, bro. I gotta go do this. I gotta, you know, just making up fucking excuses because he didn't want to get in a fight. And he just he was shook, bro. He's like, Oh, I'll hit y'all up later. I was like, Okay, really, nigga? And then so I ended up we ended up seeing them. They drove past, but they seen that Nino wasn't alone. So they were like just aiming at him with the fingers like they was going to bust, you know, like was just with their fingers, though. Like, yeah, we got you. But because they seen he was with somebody, they didn't do nothing. But then we ended up going to the hood right after that. And so when that happened, you know, Nino was Pancho's little brother. You know, like I said, Pancho's right up there with Polo, like the OGs. So um polo happened to be riding through he was like what's good my nigga he saw me i just went up to his truck he was in the street oh he's like what's good i was like nah man i was like we were about to get into it at school a little while ago he's like why what happened i was like nah man fucking nino got into it and i'm just telling him relaying the story to him and he's like what happened like he was all into it i was like none they ain't do shit but that nigga angel he dipped out on us dog he ran like a little bitch he was like what which who's angel and then he looked, I looked around, I was like, actually, that's him right there coming through the gangway. He's like, yeah. He smiled at me and he's like, hold on. He pulled up to the, um, to in front of the house, but like he parked backwards, you know what I mean? Against the street. And, um, he jumped out. He was like, what's up, Phil? And Philip was all happy. Like, oh shit, Polo knows me. What's up, man? He went to go shake his hand. Polo grabbed him by one hand as he went to shake up with him and drug him in and just dropped him, bro. He gave him like a double concussion. He like fucked him up because i remember philip kept calling me right after that polo split him up bro he busted him up and if you know polo he's a knockout artist that's what he does bro he gets you like a false sense of security and then as soon as you get close enough into his bubble he was dropping you with that one hitter quitter bro and fucking that's what he did like he gave him like a double concussion and fucking his girlfriend ended up taking him to the er and he kept calling me like every 10 minutes he's like bro what happened i was like nothing nigga you ran on you like, you ran on the folks and then when polo found out about it nigga you got your head busted he's like what 
damn, that's crazy. He's like, but what happened? He said that like a half a dozen times. And I was like, hey, man, just put, put your girl on the phone. And then she's like, what happened, dog? And I relayed the story to her. And she was like, this motherfucker. She's like, all right, I'll, I'll have him stop calling me. I was like, all right, cool. And so, yeah, and that was like the last time I saw him, bro, after Polo split his wig. That was the last time. And then I started hearing shit in the street that he became a brother. Yeah, I knew. Well, I knew Philip, man. I knew Philip and I knew Philip and Angel from elementary school, bro. Like they were, they're were real good. Well, Philip was like best friends with my brother Tim. Me and Angel were pretty cool too, though. But it was really more Tim and Tim and uh, and Philip. So Philip was over a lot, and I got real close to Philip too. We're we're he was always cool, man. I remember we kind of split up around like middle school, and that's when he kind of started being a two one. But the crazy part is that. First of all, like you would, he would never be destined to be a two one, bro. His whole yeah. entire family were all kings. You know what I mean? I knew like he didn't have the heart for it, bro. Just the well, way he acted. Well, what I'm saying though is 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 that it was really an anomaly that he even became a two one, bro. Because his yeah, he his name, the whole other side, yeah. So his last name is is Mora, but he was actually a Mendoza. His mom was was you know family to all the Mendozas. You know the sister and. You know, she passed away and so rest in peace to her because I knew her too as a child. She was a, she was really cool, Michelle. Yeah, it was really, really odd that he I didn't think I never heard that Angel was becoming a two one, but I knew Philip was. And so so when he did, it was kind of crazy to us, but we never crossed paths with him in the street, bro. Um and the only other kind of childhood friend I guess I had that was a two one was the guy Macho. That's the the who who uh Philip was with was Macho's sister. That's that's who you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, Evelyn. But I knew them. Yeah, I knew them. I knew him from elementary school. I didn't obviously as an adult or nothing like that. But yeah, that's why I kind of anyway. He became a crazy because of her. But 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 the crazy part, maybe maybe right because Macho's family is all yeah, two ones. Yeah, because right? he was scared, nigga. Her whole her right. every man on her family's in her family's a two one. Right. Well, here's the crazy part though is that and I'm just calling a spade a spade. If he was scary while he was a two one, I mean, it wasn't long while he was a king that he caught a murder. <laughs> He's doing life now, <laughs> and so and so you know, so I don't know, bro. You know, and um, from my understanding, he even did an honorable, even more honorable thing, and, and basically took the whole rap because his brother was there, and That's so. Yeah, so he's you know, and this he's he's you know he's got a never date you know so um, that's unfortunate, bro. Because like I said, man, you're just somebody I knew since a, since a child, you know. And uh, yeah, that's but I, I just I, I, just I, 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 I was, go ahead, go ahead. I was, I was gonna say I just knew he wasn't cut to be a two one because you know some places you just you get to like a certain like like for you for like the difference between Walker and one nine, like it just didn't fit like something about him. Like these guys, I always felt like when I was over there, I had to be on defense with them. Like, I don't know if they're, like, they're the type of dudes to me that would jump you, jump a youngster or shit like that, you know? So I was like, nah, but when I was in the hood, yeah, I you were, first, you were, you were an outsider in, until you weren't. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. You were, you were, you were an outsider until you weren't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they, they weren't um, the kind of guys that would embrace you and then figure you out later. They just would ostracize you until they felt like you you deserved a little bit of, of recognition. It, it was a weird it was a weird uh, dynamic over there, bro. Um, it's and, almost and like, I tried like hard. a biker I tried game hard to prospect be. or something, bro. Yeah, yeah, and I tried hard to be Walker. You know, like I was there for a while, bro. I was I was a future for a while. But yeah, it just it just wasn't it that didn't have that pizzazz, bro. It didn't have that that glamour enough for me. Oh, I'm just curious because so this Philip crossed from two one to being a king, correct? 
I got that right. Yeah. yeah. So what kind of bullseye did that put on his back once he left your gang, Chewy? I like, just, uh, to me, when people do that, I'm like, oh, you're a pancake, bro. You're soft. <laughs> but at the same time, I understand it too, because, you know, like you said, they'll, you can get ostracized and like, say you crack, you know what I mean? Under pressure. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, this nigga's soft. He's a hoe. Cause you haven't been battle tested yet, bro. Like a lot of these kids, they don't understand until they get shot at for real or somebody pistol whips them or they're in a group and then some a car rides by, they throw up the wrong shit and then you either shoot or get shot. Like a lot of people, they just piss their pants and freeze. They don't know it. They're not from that. You know what I mean? So like I said, it's almost like it's like a summer camp for these kids in the summer. There's no school. They see a group of guys. They think they're cool. And then they want to just hang out and little by little, but it's like 90% of the people who come to this, who, who come, they, they're not built for it, bro. They're like, Oh shit, this is real. You know, you go, let me take off the Jersey. Let me put the gun away. Bye guys. Like I ain't built for this. Like, that's the one thing. Like, you know so what there was, there was, there was one now that I think about, but he was never a King. He was a future. And that was that dude, little bull. He ended up oh, being too one. shoddy. They call him shoddy. Yeah, he was he yeah, was Charles he was a Little future. Boy, right? He was a future and he ran on Marcus. Yeah, you know, I didn't know about any of that shit until you said it. And then I would always yeah. like because he was like I said, there's a lot of natives that are two ones. And he ends up being the cousin of somebody, but my guy, one of my folks, Otto, uh Big Ruski's son, OG R.I.P. His son, it was like damn near best friends with him. His um his cousin. It was shoddy and then okay. sleepy. Yeah, they're natives, bro, and then they came, and then I, yeah, I heard, I never knew about Shadi being, he was a brother until all that, when they, they basically beat him out, you know, they beat him out, so I didn't know about yeah, any nah, of he, that. He wasn't, no, nah, he, he never, he never was young. made, no, nah, he was never made, bro, he was just a, he was just a future, and then, oh, okay, um, and then he ran on Marcus, they, they, they got jumped by some Cobras, and he ran, and then we just we 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 kind of like held them hostage for a night and, and yeah. <laughs> beat the shit out of them. Yeah, but he, yeah, that was that was a, the only he made one. it a thing not to tell that because I would have heard something instantly if he used to see that. You know what I mean? But yeah, like Eric said though, like you will get you will get shitted on if someone sees you in and you know in traffic or let's say Walmart or something. They I was like I would probably just go up to him like what up folks and go try to shake his hand and when he stops I'm like ah okay I heard what I heard was true all right then. hey what about uh, what about a dude named Cyrus you ever hear of him Cyrus. I think he was a two one bro and then he became a cobra he died recently though I think. But I was, I'm just trying to think about dudes that I was in Wales with that I remember they were something and I heard they had flipped. Yeah, um, see, that's the thing that they're, when the niggas, they get brought, they brought in like in the joint, bro. I always thought that was like, unless they're really, you know, trying to get down. I always thought that's just like, you, you would jail to one, bro. You, you gangster for the state because you don't want to get beat up. Them dudes, <laughs> yeah, them dudes all teamed up, bro, when we were up there. Yeah. You know, we weren't even that deep, but they all teamed up. It was like the two ones. There was like, uh, it was Los, it was that dude Los, that dude Mousy, that dude Cyrus, Macho. And then they they linked up with like uh, the dude Vito, the OA dude, that SGD dude Whitey. But they had like a coalition though. There was a LF with him. I think there was like a BP with him. 
and they were all against us, bro. <laughs> they were all against across us. America. Look at that. Yeah, they were. Yeah. They had. A, they had. The, they had NATO. They had NATO. <laughs> they had NATO against us, bro. Most <laughs> probably shot half of them, bro. That hey, yo, was a gunner. But uh, yeah, Los Los uh Los and Tubit fought. I remember we 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 set it up with them dudes. Oh, um, we up. got into it. We got into it with them. We got into it with the whole. I fought this this Cobra. He was a sex offender. It was kind of yeah. Weird, but but and then Tubit fought the dude Los. Moly fought Macho. Uh, Mike fought that dude Efren. Efren yeah, Delgado, the one of the twins. Yeah, Efren, yep. the twins. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Mike fought him, and then a couple dudes stood idle. Yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah. Yeah, the folks, my, like, the two ones, they were always down the rack. It didn't matter. That was the fun shit, bro. Like, like I was talking like, a few days ago, I think, to my brother or somebody. I was like, man, when the guns came into the factor, that's when, for me, I was like, I adapted with the times, of course, but I was like, ah, oh, y'all scared. Like, you know, because I, I, was, I was always willing to get down with anybody. I didn't care, bro. Like there was one time in my mom's driveway where uh, me and R.I.P. you know Boxer Rick because we knew each other since we were kids, bro, and he always had something against me. Like I don't know, it was some kid shit, but he's just like always salty with me for some reason. Other than that, like yeah, man, I, I encourage the fights among because like folks would it would just get bored. Like as long as they don't start you know fighting with is, each other, and, and, and I good. and I think I think um I think there was like a. A small period, bro, in the beginning when I started like really, really like getting down, like, you know, like the end of 2000, 2001 to there was like a beginning period, bro, where there was more fighting, you know, like it wasn't like you were always worried about getting shot. And then it just got to a point where you were like, damn, like, do you take the chance? And run up and then somebody pulls out a gun and now you're you're in no man's land, you know what I'm saying? Like. That's that's kind of how we used to look at it. Like, damn, like, okay, if we got a gun, we can run up and try to fight because, you know, worst case scenario, if they pull out, we can pull out. But trying to just run up on some guys without a gun, like you, you, you had to start second guessing that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, it, it just it 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 really it really turned up, bro. I think it really turned up, turned up, probably in like the summer of '01, like when I first started, when I first got made, made, and and like we were out there. And that in that summer, that's when shit really heated up, bro. And then pushing all the way through, you know, all the way through O2, through Lori's house and all that shit. And um just all the way up to damn your O five, bro. It just it, it never it never ended. It was like, you know, the wild, wild west and the, the fighting became few and far between, you know what I'm saying? Unless you were like in a bar, like you said, like a bar setting where everybody's like patted down at the door, you know what I'm saying? Other than that, like you you weren't you weren't you weren't gambling you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah for sure no. and like i remember there be there being times like you know because of me and gordy like specifically between 19 and 21st street like i whenever i would see y'all like i wouldn't try to like we it'd be like a like we'd be at a standstill like they'd see me i'd see them and i just nod my head bro like i don't care because we know each other like they know my brother you know what i mean so I'm not going to try yeah, to take your head off every different. time. You know, like I would see Mike, I would see Tutu. Like I'd be at the barber shop on what, 34th and National. And I remember one time there was like, it was Mike, it was Benny. And I forget who else. There was like three or four of y'all. And it was me, it was Roy, it was Waco and Dina. All four of us were in the, um, were in the barber shop. And I had a Mac 11 on me, bro. 
And fucking, I went in the bathroom. I put one in the pipe because they were like, hey, there's some, there's some flakes out there. I was like, what? And I would have just finished getting my hair cut. And so I went in and I looked and I was like, oh, man. I was like, I know these niggas. So I went outside and I was like, what up? And then Mikey's like, hey, you got a cigarette chewy? I was like, yeah, I got you. Here. And then all my guys were just looking at me dumbfounded. They were still in the barbershop. They're like, what the fuck? Like, and then, you know, like I said, what's up? Like, we're cool. We shook hands. And then they were just like, what the fuck? Because I, like I said, dude, Benny has spent the night at my house. Tutu has spent the night at my house. Mike has damn near lived with us. You know what I mean? Like, I know you guys. So it's not like when we were cool, we were cool. Like, and I, I, I can honestly admit, like, there have been plenty of times where I've seen, like, brothers, as long as it was, like, as I recognize you, I, like, Gory's group, y'all were straight. Like, I don't, I don't want that unless you say some disrespectful shit. Like, that one, he was, um, was it Lawrence? The one he used to be with, Sally the Camel. Yeah, yeah, Lawrence was Yeah, well, one yeah, time bro. I was going to school at MATC, and I was on the bus, bro. And I was going, I had just got um, dropped off, like, I forgot what, not Water Street, um, going down. Well, it was, anyways, I got off right like three blocks from MATC and him and Sally were walking and he uh, he looked at me and he dipped me and he was like, I dare to dip the crown. I dare to dip the crown. I had an MATC bag, bro, but I had a little 22 Beretta in my backpack. It was like a, like over the shoulder one. And when I reached for it, he saw that and he was like, oh, he's like, you going to shoot downtown? You going to shoot downtown? And he was saying it loud so other people would look, you know what I mean? Because he knew, he was like, if I wanted to let it fly, I could have let it fly. But I just started laughing. I just kept walking to school, bro. And then he was like, you better not dip me. You better not dip me. And as I got towards, like, the middle of the block, I just looked at him and I dipped him. Boom. And he was like, motherfucker. Uh, so I, was, I didn't know where he, I think he was going to court or something like that with her. So they happened to be on the same bus. But other than that, like, you know what I mean? It rarely, like, I think he just tried to show off for her, but... I never, that little kid, like, bro, I was twice his size. You know what I mean? But ain't no telling. Because if he's going yeah, to court, Lauren, I know he'd have Lauren, no gun on him. Lauren was, uh, Lauren, Lauren was definitely with the shit, bro. I seen Lauren, I seen Lauren shoot a lot of people, dog. Surprised. I was surprised. I was, I was, I was surprised at the, uh, you know, because Lauren really started coming around after Black Cat had passed away, you know, like he was around, but, but Black Cat dying was like what propelled him. You know, um, yeah, and similar to, to the shoes, yeah, yeah, and similar to Marcus too. Marcus was uh, Marcus was folks. He was never he was never anything, but that was that was Booby's nephew, and Marcus was folks. But he used to kick it with like a couple cobras, and then um, once Black Cat passed, that was over with, and he ended up he ended up flipping and becoming the king too. Hey, do you remember that one dude? His name was Weddle, but he wasn't one nine Weddle, bro. He was like a, a light skinned Mexican <laughs> dude. He had black hair. He had it parted in the middle, and he had like ALKN going down his arm. He was like from like somewhere else, though, like fucking Delavan or I don't know somewhere. But like I think the Walkers had ended up. They tied him up one time and they beat the dog shit out of him because he was false flagging. Like he was saying he was from somewhere else, and they wait made calls about him. They're like, "Who the fuck is this dude?" And then he oh, has okay, that no, so no, yeah, no. So listen, so. I know exactly who you're talking about. So this is Eric. Eric's gonna know this story. So yeah, no, no, no. Okay, so no, no, no. Eric, you're not gonna know this story. This story. No, okay. this is this is he's a he was a sawyer, bro. He ended up becoming a sawyer. That's um, okay. Okay. He that ended up sense. becoming a sawyer, but 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 he was a dude that that was like claiming he was a king before he was ever a king. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the reason why I know is because um so my childhood friend 
um, Epi, right? It was like my childhood best friend. His sister was with him. Yeah. And I think I want to say maybe they even had a kid together, but but they were together. And I remember this was before I was even like I was even off the porch, bro. And he mm-hmm. was like saying he was a king. And I remember thinking like, damn, like, I don't, you know, and then when I started to become a walker, like I knew he was lying, you know, because yeah. obviously like I knew I knew the guys from different areas and shit. And so um, but later on, later on down the line, he actually ended up becoming Sawyer. Um, and I remember I ran into him at a at a at a drug spot on 12. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember we ran into him over there. So I, I think I know what you're talking about, bro. He was yeah. a. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. At first, at first I thought. At first I thought. At first, at first I thought you were talking about the dude, um, Nelson. That's who I thought he was talking about at first, Eric. Oh, Nelson. that dude was a penny yeah. too. The dark Nelson. I'm talking about Nelson's. The, no, Nelson's the one that went on the bad acid trip and never came back. Oh yeah, yeah, no, okay. lots long hair okay. ponytail dude. He used to kick it with us too. And uh, yeah. one time, our folks, Lil Smurf. It was me, my guy Deets, my guy Travis, and Willie. Then under well, Deets ended up being a two one, but Travis died, Willie died, and uh, we were walking with him, bro. And like we felt bad for him because he like out of nowhere, like he would just start laughing and like in the middle, like his dad would. My guy Willie, his dad would be driving us somewhere, and he'd be like, "Hey, remember when we got all blowed and we smoked all that weed and da-da, in front of his dad?" And his dad's like, "What the fuck is wrong with this dude?" And he would start <laughs> laughing for no reason, and he was he was on that you know yeah. on that trip. That was that acid trip, bro. That, but, that yeah, my guy Smurf was gonna beat the shit out of him because, like, yeah, he was like that, but like when shit would happen, he would still react, you know, and he, he threw up the crown. And I was like, oh, this nigga's gonna, and he was like, Chewie, why are you hanging with this flake? I was like, oh, man, this nigga's something wrong with him, bro. Like, it ain't like that. And then, you know, I'm like, he was all mad. He's like, nigga, I'll kill you. And he was like, oh, shit. And we were like on 24th or 25th in Scott, bro, like right off a of side street. And I was like, dog, folks could have gave it to him right there, but because I was with him, you know, I was like, but yeah, I just remember because I knew him from back in the Walker days when I, you know, with Juanito and them. So when I seen yeah. him and I seen him, I was like, oh, he's all fucked up. But he ain't banging like that no more. But when push came to shove, he threw it up, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he snapped you know out of that. funny, bro? Is, I mean, it's not it's it's not funny. But, you know, what's crazy is you think about the uh, I just think about like the elements that are are still existent and then the ones that are non-existent right in the street mm-hmm. life that that we once knew i think it's completely different than anything we knew right i think now it's like a, it's it's something foreign right but but what trips me out bro was like just the the, the generation that we grew up like dudes are old as shit now man <laughs> like mm-hmm. like you know what i'm saying like people are you know it's sad to say but bro like you know i'm losing people left and right that i knew you know growing up and uh like it's crazy, bro. You never know when it's you never know when when it's when it's over, right? Like bro, you, that's you, uh, what I said. We're we're rare breeds, bro. I was thinking about that. Don't you think that going to prison saved your life? Oh, for sure. I mean, I would have been in prison or or some form of fashion. You, you would know either got the elder. You yeah. would have got yeah. Or I would have got, got smoked. Life. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know, no, for I, sure. I, I would, yeah, that would have been. saved Gordy's life. Yeah, he was yeah. he was going to hell. Fuck prison. Yeah, boy was going to hell for the <laughs> shit he was doing. And I was like, man, kid, you gotta slow like, the fuck just, down. Just look at like even okay, like on your like you got like Forrest, you know, like we just talked about Ricardo, you know, not too Polo. long ago. Obviously, you know, um who? Polo died last year. Did he? Yeah, Damn, bro. I didn't even know June that, bro. First, twenty twenty two. No way, I didn't even know yeah. that, bro. That's crazy. Yeah. Damn, that's 
first i'm hearing that i mean yeah a lot of people don't know bro like that shit was crazy like fuck every friend i grew up with are dead bro all of them are dead my og tj r.i.p mikey r.i.p like them like like my heroes bro these dudes like you know were my ogs i looked up to them like a motherfucker and you know it's fucking drugs are fucking doing it fucking yeah that's it like you think about it bro like people People hold like people hold onto these these uh these these uh self imposed I guess um grudges, you know, and it's like I understand, bro, like nobody wants to be wronged and if you feel like you're wrong, then it's hard to get over that. I understand all that shit. But at the same time, dog, we've established numerous times on this podcast that there's there's everybody's at fault, dog. There's everybody is everybody's a hypocrite in that lifestyle. Everybody is is talking out of both sides of their mouth you know what i'm saying so at some point you got to be grown enough to realize like that shit is a joke and then you got to be able to look around like damn man like you just got to enjoy the life you got left bro you know what i mean like you can't hold on to that petty shit. I, you know what i mean that's why i always say man like i ain't got they can have that shit, bro i ain't i don't want no parts of it you know and um i know there's a lot of people that listen that take it personally because I name drop, but I've said this before, like, aside from the people who know their name like that, like, bro, nobody in, in, in Arkansas is going to know any damn name that I say on here about a legend or, or that Chewy says about a 2-1, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you're, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm sorry to give you this public service announcement, but you're not that important, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but, but for the context of the stories, you know, it is, it is worthwhile. And so, um, but yeah, so that, that's my point. Like why, why, uh, you know why hold on to that that shit man that animosity man motherfuckers is old man people got diabetes and shit like (laughs) i got bad knees and shit dog like you know what i'm saying like that shit's old with bro like you know i'm a reformed and retired gangster like boy it's still in me but i don't you know ain't no ain't no reason i don't need to prove nothing to nobody bro i know what i don't get me wrong like there's still there's still dudes that are active and you know what i'm saying like i'm not i'm not trying to um to downplay their involvement i'm just saying like what's it worth at this point yeah. it's a different it's a different ball game bro it's not it's it's a shell of what it used to be that's across unless the board, you're running people, some kind of multi-million dollar empire through your neighborhood and helping all your people out bro you're doing it the wrong way you're, doing, <laughs> you're gonna end it's gonna end bad you know yeah, like, it's, yeah. there's only what there's drug dealers and that's where everybody's whoever feeds them you know people respect money that's what they want you know they'll Kill their mama for it. They'll fucking rob their fucking best friends. They'll do all this, but you know. Did you guys ever have? Did you guys ever have to like kick money up the food chain? Was there somebody you guys had to we would like? Not. Um, what we would do, we would put it back in the hood, bro, to buy guns and ammunition. Everybody would okay, like, come so. on, you gotta pay, you gotta pay dues and shit like that. Like otherwise, like the only thing I could say something close to that would be like. All right, everybody, like all the shorties, you got to bring like 20 bucks a week, you know, and that's like I said, just for the ammo and shit. But the only time would be like when the OG, like, all right, niggas, you all got to go do, do some missions. That's when you got, you got to go put in work, nigga. That's how you want it. You want to pay? You want to be around us? That's how you're going to pay for it, you know? Go do some dirt. But yeah, only right. like that's the anytime anybody ever told me, like, hey, y'all got to kick up, man. He's like, it's going to be summer soon. He's like, y'all got to get some fucking heat because these older niggas ain't going to keep supplying you, you know? One gun here, one gun there. Yeah. yeah, maybe. But as far as that goes, y'all are responsible. You want to hang out here, you better pack, you better, you know, pack heavy. And did you guys ever have like, maybe like, um, like situations where you had like truces with anybody, where you had conversations with 
with different cliques or anything like that to like to like squash a beef or put a beef aside? Yeah, I would hear shit. Like I remember one time, um, and this was actually not that long ago. It was within ten years at least. Um, I was actually out in the neighborhood with a couple of the guys between 21st and 20th and Scott, and it was probably like a good seven or eight of us right there just hanging in the cut by alley, and all of a sudden, like a brown 86 Caprice came driving by, and some dude stuck his head and arms, like half his body out the window and started banging. Well, I didn't know what the fuck he was throwing up. I shot once at him, and boom, he like, like scurried back in the car. Turns out they were MP. And I was like, what the fuck? And then um, my older homie had called me. He was like, hey, bro, who did you did you shoot at somebody? I was like, no, somebody came through. He's like, bro, they were MPs. He's like, we were just getting cool with them, bro. We were like chasing it up. We were like at the bar last weekend, one of your, one of your um, niggas, and then one of their, like, I think it was like MP Demon, like one of the heads of them, bro. Like he was like, you know, they were all going to like, oh, we're going to squash it because he was cousins with, I think, one of my, one of my folks. And they were like, you know, we were going to, but then the niggas come through like that. I didn't know who they were. I just seen hands in the air, bro, you know, throwing something up. So I shot once and think, and then I guess that spoiled it, but everybody was still cool. But they were basically, that let them know too at the same time. Like, we don't know you motherfuckers present yourselves, you know? Well, how did they broach that subject of starting the kind of the truce? Was it just two people like, talked and said, let's go out to a bar and, and like make peace? Up. They would just be at bars. We'd see each other, like, you know, one of the older ones, one of the OGs, they see somebody, like, and in this case, like I said, it happened to be his cousin. I think it was Quarter Barrel Javi. His cousin is demon or something like that. And, like, from what I heard was, like, him and his cousin were like, hey, bro, we ain't got no beef, so if y'all good, y'all good, be good. You know what I mean? We ain't gonna start shit with y'all. Like, we never really had issues. Like I said, we were, like, for the most part, everybody was, like, King Killer. You know what I'm saying? Like, no disrespect, Berto, but you know how it was. Their niggas were all united because, you know, they were getting shot at left and right over there. But um, so when it came to that, like, that's how it was. I take that as a as a compliment, I guess. I mean, <laughs> I, I, mean I guess that, you know. No, because everybody, if, you know, like you said, the Kings didn't like yeah, nobody. Yeah, no, it's nobody liked like the Kings. Yeah, it's been like that. Yeah, it's always been. Yeah, for sure. It's always been y'all like had that. the numbers, you know what I mean? Y'all were deep. So they, for the most part, well, we, y'all were terrorizing we, them. That's why all these other gangs popped up. They're like, fucking Kings, man. We had the terrorizers. We didn't have the numbers. Because you got to remember, we were, we were, we were low. We were low, bro. And then. And then even even when we were lucky enough to have a lot of dudes out, that shit. When I was just talking to Eric about that shit last week about how, bro, I remember one time I was so pissed too, man. Like everybody was out, and I was like amped to get out. I'm like, all right. I, I mean, I was gonna meet Baldo. I didn't. I never never met Baldo. You know, I knew Boy well. I had never met Baldo though. And like Jay was out, Snuff was out, everybody's out. I'm like, all right, bet everybody's out, man. Literally a week before I get out, where everybody's locked back up. <laughs> And and that's how that's how it was, bro. That's how it gives. Like I don't know how um how often your 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 older guys got locked up, but I'm sure it was it was often. You know what I'm saying? Because bro, it was always. And I remember one of my OGs, chill. This motherfucker's been in and out of prison for like the past 15 years, and I think it's for the same case because he kept getting violated, and then he would max out, and then he's like, okay, they're gonna give him another chance, put him on the bracelet or put him on parole or whatever. And he would violate again. He did that shit like eight times, bro. The same fucking crime for like 15 I was years. With, uh, I was with the dude, um, the dude, I think his name is Gotti. 
I was with Gotti. Gotti. Yeah. Two, two Gotti. Martin, he's got he like G, yeah. He's got like he's got like two sleeves, right? He's got like two yeah, yeah. full sleeves. Yeah, yeah and he's and got like big old G on like, his neck. He's got like money coming down. Yeah, lights gonna do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's my boy, yeah, man. I, I love him. that motherfucker. He was cool. No, yeah, he was cool. He was with my brother. Man. He was he was he was real cool with my brother. He was real cool with Tim. That's why I said, bro, like when you get locked up, like when you get locked up, bro, it 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 I don't know, the politics kick in depending on where you're at, like what kind of situation you're in, dog. Yeah, like usually county sure. jail. And if you're real, county you jail. acknowledge that. Real, recognize real. Like, all right, man, I, you're like, yeah. you know what I am. I know what you are, bro. Just keep it like that. Like, you know. Yeah, unless there's like, unless sight, there's like bloodshed. Sight, yeah, unless yeah. there's like bloodshed, bro. Unless there's like hella bloodshed. Like usually there's like some coexisting going on. You know what I'm saying? Until, until there's a boundary crossed. You know what I'm saying? Because I had like even though I didn't, I was, I didn't do it. Right. I was charged with, with, uh, with shooting, with killing the LF on our indictment. And bro, like I was, I was with, I was with the dude Cyclone. I remember I was with him. Like the conversation at first is just like, you know, like, what's up, what's up. And then, you know, you, you, you don't intend to like kick it, but I was in like a 12 man cell block with him. And so bro, like you're around each other. And see each other. Yeah. Every day so it's so like you're around each other and then it's like, all right, well then you end up like wrecking together. All right, let's play cards. And you realize like, damn, this dude's, this dude's the same motherfucker I am basically. He's just in a different gang, you know, and, <laughs> exactly. and then you kick it and then you kick it. I end up kicking not, it. Bro. Same thing. You know, what's crazy is I ended up being in the, in the pod with another LF, this dude, Freddie. It's crazy. He didn't, he never knew this. Right. But I'll, I'll say it right now. So, I was actually charged with, um, I talked about this case before where I was charged with, with shooting, uh, um, an unknown, right. I shot this unknown, but I thought it was all LFs out there. And that's when I realized that they were together. They were, you know, they were like, they had some type of allegiance or whatever. So anyways, that night I ended up getting pointed out in a lineup, right. The, the, the unknown I shot pointed me out and then one of the LFs. Right. So, so fast forward, I ended up after my indictment, I ended up, being in the pod with one of the dudes that pointed me out and it was the dude LF Freddie. And, and like, I wasn't, I wasn't, like, first of all, like he wasn't on no banging shit. And um, like, dude, I'm fighting for my life at this point. Like, I'm not, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not really focused on the shit to worry about. Out. Yeah, <laughs> man, like, I got, you know, I, I'm, I'm charged with two murders, three attempts, Rico, the enterprise, the conspiracy to commit murder, all kinds of shit. I can't even, I can't even, there's a point scale. I couldn't even do the math on that shit. I'm like, damn, I'm in trouble. <laughs> and um, and so I ended up being with him, bro. And like, we ended up being decent. And that's the thing. Like, you just, you, you realize like, man, these people are from the same exact neighborhoods you were, you know, as far as like the same kinds of neighborhoods. Like these, the the city is so small, bro. The South Side was so small. It's just, it's just different pockets, you know? And um, you have to hate each other based on something that you weren't around for the beginning of. <laughs> You know, you like don't even it's, know. It's Latin different. Motherfuckers didn't even know why we beefing with them. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? Right, right. Like, okay, like, like, okay. Let me give you an example. Right, like the story I was just talking about right now. Like, you can understand that, right? Like, okay, yeah, sure. I'm shooting, I'm shooting, I'm shooting at the LFs, right? And then I shoot an unknown. You can understand. Maybe that's where a war starts, right? Like somebody got shot. Bam. Yes. Okay. But you come in, I come in. I don't know why we was warring with two ones. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know <laughs> that started that damn fight. I just know I got to kill two ones. I don't know what the hell, what, what the shit went left with the Cobras. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But, but I go, you know what I'm saying? And so that's the thing, bro. It's like, everybody is, is, is really blindfolded until, you know, you, you, you realize you need deep and shit. And you're like, damn man, like that shit was stupid. 
Yeah, it's just crazy. Like me just looking the way I look usually kept the kind of people I didn't want to deal with anyways away from me. You know what I mean? Just being young as fuck. I was tatted up by the time I was like 14 or 15. I had two sleeves, you know, so I already gave off this aura like, you know, like you don't want to fuck with me. I don't want to fuck with you. Just like, you know, leave me be kind of thing. So like whenever I'd go to these school, high school, you know, and shit like that, like for the most part, people would be terrified to fucking talk to me until I say something to them and they realize that, oh, okay, he's not just some retarded gangbanger that wants to kill me. Like, he's actually a, a human and he's, you know, he's funny and shit. So, like, I always was like that. Like, I was standoffish. The only people I really had issues with was, like, when it was some personal shit. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I ain't going to shoot at every single king because I got, I got an issue with this guy or this guy. Like, you know. Like, in growing up, we just have stupid beef. Like, I remember me and your brother even got into it that little one time and shit like that. So, like, I see it. Like, he don't even know why he don't like me. I think it was over that that chick, that click chick, that chain sister, Nikki or something like that. That, like, Chico was with her and then your brother was with her. And no, nah, my else. brother was never with her. Oh, I think he fucked. Yeah, them, you know, yeah. I, I know a lot of. I know. I'm, I I know that all the. I mean, I know a lot of the guys were, but my brother wasn't with her. Yeah. But, I mean, I understand. I understand what you're saying, bro. Like the, it, 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 it usually starts and stems from something that people really don't even understand, you know. And um, and then once it gets to a certain point, it's like, you know, there's usually some sort of there has to be repercussions. You know what I'm saying? Like whether it's a shot being fired or, you know, somebody getting punched or whatever it is. And then, you know, like it just goes from there, bro. Um, yeah. Cause you know, I that's, remember that's... like even one time with, um, when you said like, Oh, I couldn't wait to get out and meet, you never met Baldo. I was locked up with him in County, bro. And so like, we right. were literally in the, um, the annex house of correction and the, uh, the annex dorm. And I'm on the top bunk. He's like, there's that little partition that separates, you know, the left from the right. And he was on the top bunk right across from me. And like, we were cool and shit. You know, we were, he was like, oh shit. Cause I had, you know, I had two on 21st street all over me and he has fucking crowns everywhere on his body, bro. That dude is yeah, like yeah. everything, like <laughs> the king, like looking dude. But uh, this, yeah. um, so any couple months go down, I get out, he ends up getting out and me, my guy Dietz, and my guy Thomas were upstairs in my room at my mom's house, and we hear like pounding. And he was like, "Hey, bro, somebody's at your back door." I'm like, "What the fuck?" And I was, I think I was bagging up some dope or something. I was like, "Hey, can you get it for me?" He's like, "Well, what if it's somebody? You know, he's like, who should I, what should I say?" I was like, "Bro, it's either gonna be Gordy or me, and I'm here." And he was like, "All right." So he went <laughs> and he was like, and then so he went downstairs, open door, and then they were like, "Damn!" Oh, uh, like, what took so long? And Thomas, I think it was. It was like five or six of y'all. It was Tutu. It was Baldo. It was Mike. It was Benny. And it was Gordy was like on his way to the house. He they had made it there before him. You know what I mean? I want to say Rick because uh, he was like, "Oh my bad, G. My bad. I didn't mean to take so long." They were like, "Don't call me G. I ain't no gangster. I'm a king." And he's like, "Oh okay, my bad, G." Because Thomas was, was drinking and shit, so he really he kept saying that to him. And one, I think he was either two or Rick. They broke his jaw, bro. From saying that, yeah, he's like, I ain't. He's like, oh my bad, G. He's like, hey, what I say about that shit? And they fired on him, and they broke his jaw. And then I heard like a little tussle. I was like, what the fuck? So me and my guy Deets, I run downstairs. I have a forty-five Kimber on me, and um, as I tried to open my door, and they were holding it shut, bro. So I couldn't get down and while they had broke this nigga's jaw and he's on the floor bleeding and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? So finally, I my guy Deets was like a good 
300 pounds, bro. So he, I was like, come on, same time. We pushed it open and boom, finally they see me. I put, I look and it's like four, it was like four of y'all right there. Like in my, um, between the bathroom and the, the dining room. I'm like, what the fuck? And they were like, somebody said, like, what are you going to do with that strap? Nigga. I was like, what? And I put it back on my hip and I looked down. I was like, oh shit. So I helped my guy Thomas up. I was like, you all right, dog? He's like, this nigga fired on me. I was like, what the fuck? And then I was like, what the fuck do you do that for? And then Gordy just happened to walk in before they could even answer. And my little brother's like, what the fuck? PC looks at Thomas. He's like, what the fuck? And he, he looks at them. He's like, you stupid motherfuckers. He's like, this is why I don't let you motherfuckers at my house. Like he's snapping on him. And Baldo's there, but he's faded, dog. He's drunk as shit. And my little brother was like, watch out, dog. Like to him, because he's trying to act bold. And he's like, nigga, this is my house. You know what I mean? Tell like he was trying to act like, you know, just like rah-rah. And Gordy's like, bro, you better chill out. And then He's like, Chewy, just go back up to your room. He's like, you all right, Thomas? Thomas is like, man, my fucking shit hurts, but I'm all right. And then so we fucking, um, as I was like, come on, nigga, we went upstairs to my room. I went to, like, to check him out, bro, because he was bloody as fuck. And uh, Baldo grabbed my arm, and I look at him I'm like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? He pulled it toward me, towards him and tried to bite me, bro. I'm like, he was faded. What the hell? I was like, what the fuck? And I pushed him. And my little brother looked back. He's like, what the fuck you doing? He's like, come on, brothers, man. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I was like, dude, tried to bite me because he was pissed drunk. Like, he was just standing there, bro, just boozy, like half stepping back. Yeah, and forth. I've, I've heard that. Uh, I've heard that he would, he would get he would get pissy drunk like that. Yeah. Man. And then he got locked yeah. up like a week later after that, back locked up again. So it was just like, whatever. Yeah. And then, so that's but like that's shit like be, that, though. bro. Little shit. And even Thomas was my best friend, bro. I wanted to blow somebody's head off at the time, but I was just like, Oh, this is my mom's house, not a fucking gang. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want this shit. Like, I already, because this it was this either a little bit after or before that shit would toot, you know? So, like, shit would happen, but, like, for the most part, I'm like, bro, just fucking, like, I because I know what's going to happen if it if we keep on, like, we either squash it now or this is going to be an issue, you know? And my little yeah, brother, for the most up. part, he took charge of that shit, that. bro. I was like yes. locked up for that. That was right after, um, cause Gordy started coming around, bro. Right before I got locked up, um, cause Gordy was actually Gordy was actually under my wing at first, and because I was the Kasinka, bro. I had Gordy under my wing. I had, um, I want to say, who the hell that I had under my wing? I had Gordy, cause there was a bunch of there was a bunch of futures at that time, bro. I want to say oh, Molly was yeah. under my wing. I want to say Molly was under my wing at that time. And, um, Benny, Lowe's, Angel. Yeah, Benny was Tim. Benny was Benny was Tim. I think Rick was Tim. Um, Angel was Toot. Yeah, there was a bunch of them, bro. There was a there was a bunch of there was a bunch. Of, and then when I got locked up and I got out, all them guys were kings. And right. so I was like, damn, they all they all made it, huh? And they uh, all came home, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably a lot of them shouldn't have, but you know, that's. Just because you guys probably don't know this because, you know, you you didn't live in the same, you know, your atmosphere and don't know the rest of like everybody else's atmosphere. But when you talk about how the war started (laughs) that you guys have and all these conflicts and stuff, it's the same stupid shit that every kid at that age is fighting about. We just never rarely threw punches and certainly never had guns to go along with those conflicts. So See, I just find that really interesting. Yeah, it is. 
But when it's like a group of, you know, your peers, bro, your your friends, everybody's almost trying to outdo each other. Like, I ain't scared. I ain't scared either, man. So when situations like that goes down, where most people be like, fuck that, let's run. We run towards it. You know what I mean? We're yeah, 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 exactly. Yep, yep. That's exactly yeah. it. And then really somebody comes along and says, hey, let's create these different factions that all yeah. hate each other so we can well, cause that oh, much more. This guy's more got a conflict. brother and his cousin is this, yeah. you know, so it's like that. And then all of a sudden, now we got beef with this dude's whole family, so we better do something. You know what I mean? Like walking home from <laughs> school ain't going to be too fun if they live in there. You know, that's how that shit grows, bro. Mm-hmm. I think I think the the elements, the elements of the of the world we live in, dog, is is really what you know the glorification of that kind of like, you know, lifestyle is is prevalent, bro. Everywhere you look, right? Like even even if you look at something like the mafia, as simple as the mafia, right? Like it, it might not seem like it, but the mafia is still like glorified for some reason. Those guys are like put on some pedestal as like you know like i don't know like these dudes were killing people too how are they any different than gang members bro exactly. yeah every they every city people. has a ghetto every ghetto has a hood so there's so many you know there's right and they're like oh well you know mafia members they only killed each other what, what do you think we're killing like we're killing each other, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that's like that's what we we're killing the same we're killing each other too well just mm-hmm. because you know what i'm saying like yeah like you know and it's funny though because you got people that that because maybe they were a part of that that lifestyle, they get this bigger platform to speak on because the mafia is like somehow different. Like, nah, it was just as ruthless, bro. Like, how was that glorified in any way? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I definitely, I definitely think, bro, it's it's in, crazy because in, in a way, I the think, same shit. And I think in a way, the mafia is even more scary because I mean, their sole motivation behind most of what they did was for money, which is just pretty terrifying in a sense yeah money and money and and status as far as like climbing up that's what prison that's what that's what well that's what prison is prison gangs are like that a lot you know what i'm saying where it's like the the more of an earner you are you know the more likelihood you have a chance of not being killed you know what i'm saying and 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 being pushed up the ladder you know like you're very useful to you're not bro and then that's yeah. when people start, you know, well, in the joint, they got to go to PC because all of a sudden now, oh, well, his thing dried up, you know, his plug, the way he gets money. So then people will create little shit because that's the only thing that was keeping the wolves at bay. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people, they hold these grudges against those people who are high up, you know, like, oh, he can get away with this, but we can't. So then whenever something little happens, bro, they're fucking oh, trying to pick them apart. Like, oh, you see he did that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Putting a battery in somebody's back to... You know, now we got to get rid of them. Like, damn, bro, this motherfucker was your best friend a week ago. (laughs) That makes me think of something. That makes me think of something. When you guys go to the joint, who do you guys tie into? It's basically anybody that's folks in jail for some reason. Everybody's cool if you're folks, you know? Like, like, you know how many times I fucking ran into, um, you know, fucking Cobras, the only ones we didn't get along with were besides y'all were like the onions, the unknowns, bro. That was like it because they're still kings, you know what I mean? So like that one I was in there, I was locked up with unknown Eddie and one of my guys that popped him not too long ago. He was showing me his bullet wound in his arm where you can still see the bullet. We were roasting him. We we're like, dog, he's like, you showing off where you got shot, you lame ass dude. But yeah, like that, like, bro, like 
it's so weird because like you said in prison you gotta you either you're either gonna fight every time you see each other they're gonna move you around or you're gonna just be cool like i ain't don't start nothing won't be nothing kind of thing you know everybody's just trying to go home in that situation yeah when see, you're in the see street, for us yeah see for us man else. it was it was that shit was like that shit really wasn't a choice, bro. That shit. No, was like, I know. We but had as far this, as being like you know folks, you know? we we yeah 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 yeah. So you guys had a lot more allies that you were able to. Yeah, for us, man, we had to. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit was like, damn, it's just us, bro. Like that's it, dog. Like you know, and that's because of how we were in the street, you know, because we had to carry that shit on, basically. So yeah, that's how that shit go, man. But um, look, I see the uh, I see the clock here, and I know this is usually when we start getting to. Uh, to wrap up time, but I feel like this is good, man. I feel like we're able to draw some, you know, some good, some good parallels, man, just to how the life they intersect and, and, um, they intersect, but they also just run side by side, bro. The same shit happening in different neighborhoods, man. Shit we talk about all the time. So, I mean, it's cool to be able to, to, to be able to share the platform, man, and, and, um, understand both sides. You know, I hope there's people out there willing to, I hope there's people out there willing to come on as well, man. And, um, you know, I, I, I encourage that always more perspective. We I have, always the have fun, like, you know, shooting, shooting the shit with you guys, like, especially you, bro. Like we, like I said, we the same breed, bro. We're, we're, mm-hmm. we, we're from the same streets, literally. So yeah. like, I know you is like, I'm talking on the couch to you. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Yeah. This shit could go on forever. <laughs> it really uh-huh. could. It really good. Eric, Eric, just you just been sitting back. You got any questions before you wrap it up? No, but I do want to say that when when you listen, when you listen to you talk to talk, it's like it's like listening to two old friends talk, even though you were very far from old friends. But, <laughs> you know, it does. It really sounds like it because you're just connecting on. And that's why it's so, so hard for me to contribute, because you're telling old stories and talking about old people you used to know and stuff. And I don't know any of those people. So. But yeah, yeah, no, for sure. For sure. But you got the gist of what was going on. So that's, that's what's yeah. important. And, so. um, it, this, it's gonna It don't take it personal, but I think our viewers might have a little bit more understanding than you probably. Oh, I'm sure they do. <laughs> I'm sure they do. You know I would hope they would. Don't so. worry, King Vacate. You'll get your stripes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's coming up. Oh He's my God. Is that, the- is the King Vacate thing going to become a thing? Cause uh, it's, it's sticking. It's sticking. <laughs> it's sticking. <laughs> So we're gonna put it up for that's what I got, man. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, right. I I think we'll wrap this episode up. Unless anybody else has got anything. No. Nope. All right. It was just good hearing from you, brothers. Again, anytime, man. I'm here to tap in. Let me know. Awesome. All right. With that, we'll wrap this episode up. Um, as usual, we do have a Patreon. Patreon.com/slash Normalized Crime. And you can also reach out to us at normalizedcrime at gmail.com with any other questions, comments, feedback you got. And otherwise, we will be back next week with the Patreon episode and two weeks with a regular episode. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to Normalized Crime. Stay tuned for the next episode.